Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jerry Petito Show on Remember Then Radio. Guys, I've got an incredible returning guest, someone that I absolutely adore. Okay, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm just going to get right to the chase here. Michael Wayne Dill, how you doing? I am doing just fine, Jerry. Good to be here. You know, I want to tell everyone first and foremost something that you are very humble about, but I'm not, okay? So, Dill and Scott, you guys won the Josie Music Award for your album Wild and Free. Tell everyone about that. I tell you what, that is one of the most, as, as far as memorable moments, that would probably be the number one for me. I know for, it's kind of funny because when we were sitting there, uh, and, and we could hear it in the background going on, but I'm looking at my phone, you know, looking at something other or whatever it was going on, and then kind of hearing, I was like, well, I know we're not going to, our category came up, I was like, I know we're not going to win it, but you know. <laughs> It's awesome, whatever. And so, you know, I look over at him, you know, he's looking at his phone, and next thing you know, we hear our name, and then the song starts playing. We're like, oh, dude, I think we just won. And <laughs> I just stood up just immediately, and my phone, everything fell to the floor. Andy's like, oh, my gosh, let me get your phone. I hope it's not broke. So we're, we're walking up the stage. I'm all nervous. I'm like, okay, i got, I got, I got to think of something to say. So we're, we're on our way up there, and he's ahead of me. Dennis is ahead of me. He gets up there, grabs the award real fast, and turns around and goes, this guy, and I'm like, oh my God, I was supposed to lead off, because normally it lets me lead off. <laughs> so I'm thinking, all, and then I just totally lose track of what I was going to say, <laughs> and I, it's just one of those one of those moments where you're like, oh, okay, i got to think of something else really, really fast, because now he's going to put me on the spot. So anyways, but it was it was beautiful moment. Neither one of us will forget it, and we were so humbled and appreciative of it. So, you know, I have to tell this little story because I feel honored about this silly little thing. I did not know you guys were there. And I called you because we were going to be doing a show, I think the next day or whatever it was, and you picked up. And you were like, Jerry, you won't believe where we are and what's going on. And I'm like, why are you picking up? Hang up this phone. It was awesome. <laughs> yes. I was I was actually thinking to myself, I was like, okay, I got to let Jerry know. That's so cool. Mind, you know, you're, you're like my bestest of buddies. So uh, I'm like, I got to let her know. She would be so, you know, proud. And then here you're calling. I was like, oh, I got to take this. Oh, my gosh. I was so honored. I was like, that was crazy to me. You know, it was almost, <laughs> almost like Elvis picking up. You know what I'm saying? Oh. so um yes your awesome wife is in the chat room and she is saying you all did it you all did great on the acceptance speech yes you did beautiful she is beautiful she's awesome you know um she was was there with us and just as surprised it was amazing i'm not surprised sorry there's no way i was surprised sorry (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) So I want to say hello to everyone in the chat room right now. Um, so first shout out, of course, is to Babalu because he absolutely always has front row seats to my shows. So I love you, Babalu. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Babalu. And of course, we have Kojak. Kojak is one of our incredible, incredible DJs on Remember Then Radio. And his new time, I don't want to mess this up, is Monday nights at 8 p.m., 8 to 11 so don't miss that. Kojak, Monday nights, 8 to 11 p.m. 
um, Eastern Standard Time on Remember Then Radio. So, and then we have uh, Diane. Hello to Diane. She's always in here as well. And um, we have Ireland listening. We have Hong Kong listening. We have Australia listening. I already got the messages. So how cool is that? That is awesome. So, you know what I think we're going to do first? I want to play one of these songs because... I love your music, so let's give everybody a little treat here, okay? Here we go, guys.
probably one of my favorite songs by you. It is a very good song. You know, I'm going to tell you why I love it so much. Because, you know, especially now more than ever, and I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again, through this past year, things have been so rough and tough for everyone. And a lot of people have been homebound, and a lot of them permanently, unfortunately. But, you know, I want to thank all our essential workers through this whole year. But, you know, musicians and entertainers are part of that. So I want to thank you. And I want to thank all the entertainers out there. And that song, Fell in Love with Music, people who didn't even love music prior to this year have all fallen in love with music this year because it has helped them get through everything. So I want to thank you for this song because I absolutely love it. And I know this song is currently being played all over the world, correct? That is correct. Tell I um, Go ahead. No, tell us about this song. Oh, okay. Uh, well, basically, this song came about. I'll tell you, it's it's it's. I'm gonna make a long story short. Um, the co-writer on this, in fact, he wrote all the lyrics. Um, basically, I just did the music and did the arrangement on it. He wrote all the lyrics. His name is Rob Charles. Mm-hmm. Some people in in the the ring of radio have probably heard of him. He's uh, had his own uh, shows throughout the years, and he recently, uh, probably over the past. Uh, a couple of years ago, I ran into him online because I was looking for, you know, I'd started, you know, getting our music out there, saying hours, because at the time, Dennis and I were writing, but I was also getting my own music out there, too. Okay. And I ran across Rob, and I said, well, he's got his own show, and I, and, and I, I, t- I went on Messenger real quick and, and messaged him, and he called me. I was like, what? I mean, <laughs> nobody does this. He calls me as if, you know, we, and then talks to me like I've been his long lost friend. And I just fell in love with him immediately. He's just, just a beautiful human being. Wait, I have to and, interject. Uh, Stop one second. I, and I okay. want your wife to slap you. Nobody does this. I called you too, honey. <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. And, and let me take this opportune moment to, to correct you on something. Because now that I'm thinking back, the day that we won the award, I was I was sitting there waiting, and then as soon as we won, I actually called you. So you were you were actually getting ready to call me. So oh, I actually called you because right. I won. That's right. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I said see, to you, "Oh, I was ready to call you." I remember yeah, she now. She reminded me of it. Yeah, she oh, reminded me wow. of it. Wow! Yes. So that is true. But, yes, awesome moment. But anyways, I was saying that I met Rob. Yeah, Rob. And, and I know you're going to, uh, hopefully somewhere down the road, you're going to be able to do an interview. I want to. He's, he's an amazing guy. I want guy, to, and I yes. I know he'll be game for it. Let's do it. He, got, he was a truck driver, and he got real busy, so he stopped doing the show. But he has, and I'll let him explain all this, because medically, he could no longer drive. In fact, he can't even walk. <gasps> and I'll let him uh, I'll let him divulge into that on your show. But anyways, long story short, he calls me out of the blue one day, again, and says, Michael, uh, you know, I've got nothing but time on my hands, so I was wondering if maybe you'd be interested in putting some music to some some lyrics that I've got. They just, they're just coming to me left and right. And I was like, well, you just send me a few of them. Let's see what we can come up with. So he does, and it just immediately, just tunes start hitting me in the head. And one of the songs was um, uh, the one that we just played. Yep. And there was two others. But anyways, you know, Fell in love with music just hit me immediately. I just immediately came up with that melody and, and sang it back to him. He was like, oh, my goodness, that's going to be good. 
And so from that moment on, I just he's just sending me lyrics, and I've been turning them into songs. We probably got about three on the back burner, but this is one that we were like, yeah, we got to get this one out first. So and, and it's doing great. He's he's got it circulating in Birmingham, England. We're in Ireland. Um, my cousin has us playing on an FM station soon in Nashville. And so, I mean, it's all over the place and it's just catching on like wildfire. And I kind of understand it's a great song. We can all relate to that growing up around, right. you know, music. And, and then now we've, we've really fell back in love with it because of, like you said, because of the pandemic, you know? So, I mean, we've got nothing but music. That's right. We've got nothing but music. I want to give a shout out quick to another mic in the chat room, the Baron of Bayside. How you doing, baby? We love you. So, you know, but you're right. That's all we've got right now is music. Yes, and I, I, I You know, and again, I thank you and I thank all the musicians out there and the DJs and everyone keeping us company through this, you know? Exactly. And I, I want to thank you in turn because it's people like you that get our music out there. So we're working together as a team. Yes, everybody and that's is. that's great. Love and you. I love you Appreciate too. It. And Remember Then Radio, let's give shout out to Angel yes. and Steve, owners of Remember Them Radio, because this is an incredible platform for musicians and what they've done for us through this year. Forget it. So, Amen to that. There you go. So now I want I want to play one, one more right now, and then we'll talk okay. about this song, but then we're going to talk about a little bit more about what's going on with you. So let's play this. Because I love this song, too. I love them all. You know what's so funny? It's like, I love this one, too. Yes, I do. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> well, that's good. That's what we want. Here we go.
absolutely, absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much. Tell us about that song. This song, it's called, it's actually a song that I wrote and put out independently, of course. I all my music independently, but I independently put it out on my second release as just too close. And it was a bit more rockified, you know, because... I mean, if you listen to the way I sing, you listen to the way I write, it's going to remind you a lot of, of bands like Warrant, you know, Night oh, yes. Ranger, oh, yes. The Outfield, which reminds me, Tony Lewis, I hated hearing about losing him to COVID as well. You remember The Outfield? Oh, yes. Josie's on a vacation, Florida. Oh. Anyways, we lost Tony Lewis, the lead singer of The Outfield. But anyways, to get back... A lot of their influences surround the writing of that song. And like I said, I put it out probably about three years ago. And uh, but what I did was I turned around and, and I said, I know we can I know this can be even better, you know, because you, you listen to these songs over time. You know, you write them, you throw them out there and you're like, wow, it would sound better if I did this. And you could probably you hear any musician or artist will tell you this through the years i wish i'd have done this well so i did i turned around and i, uh, I let the what i call the georgia boys tune designers is john and his boys down there in georgia and they they did this to it and i'm like oh wow i like this better so mm. this is the new version and i called it don't get too close right <laughs> right but it's it's just awesome and it's just the way it came about it was just just an influence of a bunch of of bands through the years that I grew up listening to. Amen, amen. I love it. We have a little uh, message here, and then we'll, we're going to get back to some more questions with you. Here we go. Hi, this is Ken Bojack from the 60s Jukebox Review. You're listening to the Jerry Petito Show, my fellow co-host on Remember Then Radio. There you have it, everybody. Kenny Kojak. Woo! We love you, baby. Um, so... I want you to tell, oh, you know what, before we get into, I want everybody to hear like what really started your musical career, but before we do that, um, I do have a couple questions about the Georgia Project. Gotcha. All right. So the name, let's talk about that. Okay. Georgia itself? Or... No, the name, the Georgia Project. What made you gotcha. name? Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, I'll tell you what, it started when I... Right after Dennis and I um, decided to go our separate ways after the the Josie Awards, you know, he wanted to do more rock stuff, and I was like, "Man, just get it out of your system, you know. Go do it. I'll do my thing. You do your thing. Then, you know, if if we get together, do project number two, it'll happen." But anyways, what I did was I got all my songs together that I was going to record, and I was like, "Okay." So I I, I actually met John. Johnson and uh, his team at the Josie Awards. They had a booth set up there, and I actually did an interview with him. And uh, I had already done one song, Angie Smiles, mm. which you're here. I'm sure you're going to be uh, playing yes. that soon. Yes. But uh, he'd already done that song, and I was like, look, I got some more songs. And so what ended up happening is I did three songs with him. Then I turned around and met the other producer out of Nashville. And that's when he was like, uh, well, you know, I love your songs, but. They're a little too bro country. And I'm like, what in the world is bro country? And I'm okay. like, he's, he's hardcore, you know, Waylon, 
kind of country and i'm like okay i guess i'm considered pro country but anyways he, he laughed we, we had a laugh about it but uh basically we ended up doing six of his songs on the nashville album so i was like okay well that's that's fine i don't want to not release my other songs so i'm just going to do two different projects we'll call one the georgia project and the other one's going to be well it's still to be named but it's a nashville project but i'm going to have another name for it eventually. but that's how georgia project came about okay. that's how i separated the two okay that's cool okay and i like that i like the name I was just curious. I, I, I do too. It's like cool. Yeah, I love it's very Georgia cool. as a state as well. So. Yeah, it's very cool. And I was just like, I just had to hear it from you, you know, because I was like, right. that's different, man, but that's very cool. <laughs> so I want to ask you a couple questions. I mean, I've asked you these questions before, but I always have different audiences. And I sure. love asking my entertainer friends these couple of questions. Um, who has really, truly, and I know it's probably not one person, but... Um, who has really, truly influenced you over the years? Who have you always wanted to meet that you got to do that? And who do you wish you could meet that you haven't or may never be able to? You know, I, there's a lot of people, yeah. of course, that, that influence the, yeah. what you've become or what you want to be. But I would probably have to say my utmost favorite influence would be Def Leppard. That's so cool. Believe it or not, <laughs> Def Leppard. You know, because they at a young age grabbed me at their. They're just they're just so talented, and you know, Mutt Mutt Lange being their producer as well. Of course, you know, Mutt also produced a lot of uh, Shania stuff too. So, but anyways, just they're just them as a band. Just and they're still going strong today. You know, it's they're crazy. just such a good influence. They're positive all the time. And then they've, oh my goodness, they've gone through a train wreck of things happened to them personally too. But right. anyways, yes, I would say definitely probably ultimately. Okay. Now the rest of the questions, who have you met and who haven't you met, wish you could still meet or maybe can't? Well, you know what? Just over the past six months, a year I have got to meet a lot of people that okay. I have not been able to meet before. Okay. Uh, a lot of people meaning um, like Brent Mason, uh, Lonnie Wilson, and I know these names mean something to some people and don't on others, but if you listen, you pick up pretty much any country project, whether it be Tim McGraw, um, George Strait, and you'll see these guys on those albums. Lonnie Wilson as a drummer, Brent Mason as a guitarist, and Brent Mason does all kinds of genres too. So I've actually gotten to meet those guys, and they actually have played, they are the players on my Nashville album. So wow. I'm very proud wow. to say that, you know, not only did I get to meet them, but they're playing on my album. Oh my so gosh. <laughs> that's an awesome thing to be able to say, and I am so humbled and appreciated of it. So, all right. Have you always loved country music have you always only sang country music tell us about that journey well as a child and and i, I get told this by by my uh by my kinfolk in tennessee because that's basically where i was born i was born in um uh dixon tennessee which is about 40 miles east of nashville so ever since I was in diapers, I believe. My, my my Aunt Linda would say that I would go around singing, Toot, 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 nap my back door. <laughs> so, you know, I've been singing since I was toddling, yeah. technically. 
So, you know, but it, that's probably that early influence. And, of course, I was, you know, I heard George Jones, you know, all the country, all the, you know, rock, a little bit of everything. And then as I got into high school, I uh, was introduced to, at the church that I was going to, I was introduced to the, the youth leader, and he got me to, um, he just grabbed me one day, he goes, you look like a singer. And I'm like, how the world would you know that? And so we go to his office across the road, and he starts pecking on a piano, and he's like, can you hit this note? And he started, he just did a scale, more or less. He goes, you need to sing for me. <gasps> so I ended up singing for the youth group there for you know, all through high school, and I actually got a... Um, now, I know I'm kind of going off here, but I've always had country music in the background because that's basically what I was raised on. But I was actually offered a to go to LU four years on free scholarship for my uh, acting and vocal ability. So I was like, man, you know, I should have done that. You know, who knows where it would have been. It's just one of those things in life where you go, oh, what if I'd have done that, you know? But anyways, we end up where we are, but... To say, to, to, to get back to the point, country music has always been in life, so I kind of always sing that, but right out of high school, I did, this is where I met Dennis, I did sing uh, some rock music, we had a rock band, we stayed together for, I don't know, maybe a couple years, Okay. and then I went right back to country, so I guess, you know, country's always been my main thing. So you did a little bit of rock, though? But yes, yes ma'am, I was heavily influenced by rock, and listening to it and performing it, so I had my, my young... During my teenage, uh, you know, teenage years and, and early twenties, that's all I did was sing rock. But ended up coming back to country, and so I've just been there ever since. Well, I want to touch base on a couple things you said. One of them was the pastor said to you, "You look like a singer." Yes. Okay. He just stopped me one day and always. You look like a singer. I love that you mentioned that, and I'm going to tell you why. Because gotcha. I always think about weird silly things okay and you know I think about when I when I meet people and when I look at them they you do get this sense from people you of, do you, you do. do of what they're yeah. about you know I'm not saying 100% or all the time but especially artists like I'm an artist and I'm a real artist right. I went to art school and I'm a writer and a poet right I can't sing right. but I'm a little crazy in a good way, but I'm a little crazy. <laughs> yes. So people pick this stuff up. And for that pastor to say that to you, that just proves something yes. here. That God designed us all to have a talent and a gift. I agree. And it's up to us to figure it out and to go for it. I agree. Amen. Right? Because for a pastor to come up to you and say you look like a singer, that was God. Yeah, okay? Was. I just had I to say that. <laughs> I agree with you 100%. You know? And now rock. Let's talk about your rock days a little bit. Okay. So, you know, and the whole world knows I'm an Elvis fan. Okay? To me, Elvis oh, is... Yes. Okay, oh, you yes. know. Come on. Music is a must for you to keep your joy. Especially if it's That's Elvis. Because right. Elvis is my boy. Alright. So... But I, of course, grew up, you know, I, I was born in 61, but I really grew up, grew up in the 70s and 80s, and rock was huge. Sure. And, um, you know, 
I remember loving Jethro Tull in Kansas and, you know, oh, little, gosh, yes. oh my gosh, Little Feet, okay, come on. Yes. Oh, I mean, man, you just, you just named every one of my favorites right off I mean, that. come on, right? And, um, yes. here, you know, and I remember, like, listening to this music and my parents just wanted to, like, cringe and kill me. <laughs> Right? Yes. Yes, <laughs> and now today that music's nothing <laughs> compared yeah, to what's music. out there, right? Compared yeah, to what's it's out there. Music. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like my, if my parents heard what's out there today, right. they'd be like, "That that music's good." <laughs> oh my goodness! No, see, you're walking through Walmart and you hear "Pour Some Sugar." Yes. Like, what? Really? <laughs> yes. I would have been, you know, damned to hell if I, if I, they'd have heard that coming out of my bedroom, and now it just plays all over the place. Damn to hell. I'm going to tell, no, I'm going to tell you something. So I was in fourth grade. I was in, I, I grew up in Long Island City, New York. I moved out of there when I was in seventh grade to New Jersey and I've been here ever since. Okay. So I'm in fourth grade and sister Matilda, she seemed like she was like six feet 10 to us back then in this nun's uniform, you know, and we're in the, yes. yep. We're in the playground lining up to go back in after recess. And I have my back to her. I was front line. <laughs> And I say to my little girlfriend, my mommy let me watch Elvis last night. She taps me really hard. I almost cried on my shoulder. And I turn around and she goes, you're going to hell for that. Isn't that terrible? Like, who says that to a little kid? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, okay. (laughs) So, oh my gosh. All right, so let's play another song. We're going to actually play Angie Smile. And then we'll talk a little more about it, okay? Here we go, guys. Though sometimes I lose my head Over something that she said And I also know Sometimes I just don't let her see Just how much she means to me So then I pull her close and kiss Lips so soft and sweet. I let her know how much I surely miss the way she makes me feel complete. And she smiles. Lord, it drives me wild. Everything in the Disappears when I see Angie smile. Heaven knows I need her. My life just wouldn't be the same. So lost before the Lord sent her To save this wretched chain And she smiles Lord, it drives me wild Everything in the world just disappears 
That's beautiful. I love it. Of course I love it. And I and I love your wife. So I want to give a shout out to Karen. She's in the chat room. And she wasn't feeling well. She's feeling great now. So I am so happy about that for you, Karen. And she's asking, yes. who am I interviewing? So Karen, fellow Michael Wayne, who is in chat. Hi, Karen. That's who we're interviewing. And his beautiful wife, Angie Dawn, is in chat. Say hello to them. <laughs> so glad you could be with us, Karen. That's awesome. So, um, all right, so let's talk a little bit more about this. Is, you know, I love hearing, I really do, like, I love hearing, like, what brings people to a point in their life. So, all right, your beautiful wife, Angie, who I adore, she's a friend of mine as well now, and I'm so honored for that. Um, your journey leading up to Angie, talk a little wow. bit about that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, you know, not not only personal friends and a few people that, that know me knows that she is my fourth marriage. I have had such horrible luck. Now, I will blame, total blame on myself for the first marriage. I was just young and stupid, okay? But, of course, I, I look back now in retrospect, going, well, I'm glad I did because now I'm with the person I want to be with. But Angie is definitely my lifeline now. She is the rock she is, she keeps me, me, you know, humble. She keeps me in line, but she loves me. And I can tell 
everything she does has been nothing but supportive. She's the one that actually turned me back around. I was, I was just done with music. I was just so disgusted with music and where it had taken me and what I'd lost because of it. You know, and I was just, I was done with it. And she was like, you know, you're, you're good. You need to do it. It's time to get, get, get back to it. So she was the one that revived me as a, as a person. So to me, she's my everything. She's my rock. She's, she's, she's my everything. Period. Well, no words can describe it. You know, um, I understand that with you and her because I got to know her and I, I feel what you feel when she talks to me about you. You know, and that's She's the truth. Awesome. That's the truth. She's yeah. awesome. And that's why I wanted you to share that with people. And there was, a, there was another reason why I wanted you to share that. Because, you know, everyone looks at entertainers and musicians and, like, starts to idolize them. And, and you know, they're right. so incredible. And you guys are incredible. I'm not diminishing that. But there are a lot of entertainers that have struggled. And the people behind the scenes that have pushed them back to do what they're doing. You know, yes. we've got to, we've got to recognize them. And that's why I wanted it, wanted you to bring up Angie. Yes. She's my, my accountability, my everything. <laughs> she keeps me, keeps me humble. So, um, right now we have plenty of time, but right now, before we forget this important part, tell everyone how they can get in touch with you, get your music, reach out, all that. Let's do that now before we forget. Yes, uh, let's do that. Now, first off, the Nashville Project is not, none of the songs are even accessible right now, but what is accessible right now is the Georgia Project, like we talked about, and that has the songs uh, Angie Smiles, uh, Don't Get Too Close, like you've heard just just a minute ago, uh, Fell in Love with Music, uh, Don't Get Too Close, uh, Regret's coming up, I, I know that's yep. coming up, that's on there. Yep. Uh, now, at Let's see, Angie Smile, Regrets, Don't Get Too Close and Fell in Love, they're all available right now. The fifth song that we're working on, I'm getting ready to submit to Georgia as my last song for the project, so that won't be ready for another few months. But the other songs are ready, and you can access those. Just go straight to Spotify, Michael Wayne Deal. Just type, go to Spotify and type it out, or go to uh, YouTube as well. Uh, catch my Facebook page. A lot of that information is there. That can get you to my music as well. And the music's free. I mean, the download, the digital download itself is free. If you want something autographed, then I can, you know, get you a CD as soon as it's out. I can get you an autographed CD at a reasonable price. But for now, the music downloads are just free. Just go to Spotify and get them. Uh, you can go to my website, which is uh, MWD Country Music. Uh, you can download any of those songs that, that you just heard. Download them for free right to your phone. Uh, so, yeah, check it out. Go get it. Please share it. Let everybody know about it, and uh, let's enjoy music. Let's enjoy music is right. So, um, I want to ask you something. So, when you were doing your rock, okay, mm -hmm. and and there's a reason I'm asking this as well. There's always a reason when I ask silly questions. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. When you there's, there's a method to your madness. Yeah, there I'm is. Saying. There is. When you were singing, I hear you. when you were singing rock, did you? feel fulfilled during those couple of years or did you feel a void that's a great question because you know especially that early in life you know i kind of knew what i wanted to do but you know it's just, it's like I, no matter how much i did i just wasn't happy so i guess you know at that moment you know i 
And when I realized that I wanted to do country music and start doing that, it just felt right. It just felt full, you know what I'm saying? And just, I love rock music, don't get me wrong, but during the process of it, I just, I did, I felt that void, you know? And I was like, it's not right, I'm not not where I need to be or something, I don't know. But I actually didn't start writing music or anything like that until I got back into country. And then it just, I felt like where I needed to be. All of a sudden, I started writing music, learning to play. Because when I was, all I did was sing in the rock group. I didn't play music, any instruments, or anything. So I did all of my growing when I decided I wanted to be where I where I feel like I need to be. So, the reason I asked you that, and I love your answer, because I could tell how honest it is. And you know, we all go through things in life, and we start off on a different path than we usually end up on. Yes. But that was also necessary. It was, yes. Because if you if you don't experiment, you don't know what you truly want to do. Amen. You know, you don't know where you're truly, you know, like like with me for instance, you know, I've done all these crazy things like I said, you know, I never ever even knew there was a box to be had, let alone think outside it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. And I drove my Italian family crazy. You have no idea. You have no idea. Italian family. I, I hear you. We have plenty of time. I'm going to tell you a cute little funny story, okay? Okay. All right. So I wanted to go to art school. My dad made me take, uh, you know, beauty school in school. We used to have these options when we were in our senior years and junior years. We could take these. Right. So, we, so I did that. Got my license. Blah. You know. I wanted to go to art school, and he shook his head, and he said, okay. My dad was oh, wait incredible. Wait a minute, back up. When you, when you say beauty school, are you talking about uh, cosmetology? Yes, or? yes, cosmetology. Oh, okay, got you. Got oh, you. wow. Okay. A lot of people don't know that well, term. Well, that, that could be etiquette as well. You know, it could, oh. it could be learning how to properly drink a, you know, a cup of tea. Or oh, you know okay, cosmetology. Yes, that was it. So cosmetology. That's what my youngest daughter does. Oh, that's how you know that. Okay. (laughs) No one's ever asked me that. So anyway, long story short, I did get my cosmetology license. I did own a couple beauty salons because my dad made me do it. He made me do it. But anyway, I did go to art school in 1979. And this is a cute, funny story. My... My nana lived in Astoria. My dad's whole family lived in Astoria. We were from Long Island City, New York, where my mom's family was from. So I lived at my nana's through art school. And I would take the train to the city. It was the coolest thing in the village was the art school. Yep, East 23rd Street, School of Visual Arts, guys. So anyway, we had to draw naked people. (laughs) And back then, think it through, in 79, things were very different. Now, here I am, 17 years old. I walk into the first class of drawing. Here's my hippie art teacher with no shoes on and ripped jeans and long hair. And he's got five naked models sitting on lap. Oh, my goodness. One was like 400 pounds. One was like 90 years old. One was like perfect women and men. It was crazy. Me and my friends are staring at each other. So we start drawing their faces. Oh, my goodness. And the teacher is looking around, and we're all drawing the faces first. And he goes up to the desk and bangs his hand on the desk. And he's like, if you people want to be artists, I only want to see body parts. And he said the names. Oh, my goodness. So, anyway, where I'm going with this is my portfolio was home in my room. The next day was painting class, so I leave the art 
the drawing one in my room at Nana's, and I take the painting one. Mm-hmm. I come home, and she's on the phone with my dad, screaming in Italian, point, oh, no. pointing to penises. <laughs> So, you know, that's why I asked you because, you know, I don't regret any roads I took in my life, oh, not even either. the bad ones, you know, because it got me to yeah. where I am today. So, exactly. So that's why I asked you that. Um, before yes. we continue on with our interview, I do want to make an announcement because this is really cool. Everyone out there, I'm doing a special extra show this Saturday on Remember Then Radio at noon. And I want to tell everyone who my guest is, and there's a huge reason why. So he is Bud Cardone. His brother I interviewed, John Cardone, who's an incredible musician. They are from Astoria, New York, my hometown that I just mentioned. No way. Yes, yes. Um, And they're friends with Richie Nicosia, who was also a musician from Astoria, who's still there, who I got to interview. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. So it's really cool. But the reason why I'm interviewing Bud is this he is a music trivia author his book is called um oops i screwed that up okay you know what i don't have the title of the book here um but he wrote oh, a, i thought that was the title of the book music oops, tri- <laughs> music trivia it might be the title of the book um but i don't have it written down here and i apologize but the reason why i'm bringing him up is he's a triviaologist for like from back, I guess, the 1950s and 60s, almost to wow. present. Yes, yeah. this book is huge. And he awesome. knows everything. So I about bet. music and musicians and all this great stuff. So that's why Saturday show at noon, guys, for all musicians out there, music lovers, yes. this is a must, must see show, listen to show, all that. Come join us and chat. Saturday at noon. I am right now. Isn't that cool? That is awesome. Okay, so yes. Um, I didn't expect to give him a shout out, but so I forget the name. I'm sorry. I apologize about that. But yes, Saturday at noon, guys. Okay. Let's remember then radio. Yep, right here in chat room. Okay. Yep. I'm awesome. Very cool. So, um, what else do you want to talk about? The floor is yours. Well, the Nashville project. Let's, Let's talk do a little bit about that. Yes. All right, so basically, uh, as, I, as I hit on before, this, this album is uh, all six songs are written by my producer, Steve Oliver. Okay. And he is, oh my gosh, he is an astounding songwriter. And he's been in the biz for a while. You know, he's played in and out of different bands for, for uh, George Strait. Uh, not George Strait, I'm sorry, George Jones. Oh, George okay. George Jones. Um, trying to think of a few others but anyways he, he's he's come through the, the ranks from you know the times of Waylon and all that and so he's 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 an outlaw definitely outlaw songwriter country artist himself so basically all six of these songs are going to surprise everybody because everybody's going to because the, the big, biggest thing that i hear from most country fans nowadays is man country's just not country anymore you know it's it's more pop which i love it's just, which is fine with me, because I just love music, period. It, it's going to evolve, whether we want it to or not. But anyways, a lot of people are thirsting for this, this you know, outlaw sound again. So, I, I, you know, he talked me into to going the outlaw way. That's why none of my songs are on there. Because, like I said, my songs are too broke country. But anyways, 
anyway, so we're going his direction, but I am loving these songs. Angie as well. She's like, wow, these songs are really good. So everybody's going to be surprised. They're going to love them. And it, of course, you and I will do another show when yep. we release that. And yes. So, but it's it's going to be a beautiful back to, you know, your roots country sound. In fact, somebody that I've got an interview coming up, it's not in stone what will happen, but it will be an interview with uh, Mr. Travis Tritt <gasps> and his, yes, Mr. Travis Tritt and Mr. Tim Dubois. Okay. Tim Dubois has been in the business for a long time and he's got his own record label. So they're kind of merging together and they, they want to talk to me, uh, you know, about about where I want to go with my career. They might be interested in helping me. It's not a, am I getting signed? It's just going to be a talk. So okay. we, we may we may get fortunate enough to sign. That might be good. But regardless, I got his attention with this album. Right. But he also listened to my songs as well, and he loves those as well. So who knows what happened? Uh, like I said, this a lot of doors have been opening for me, and, and, and I, I thank God for it. So we'll see what happens, and I'll keep everyone posted. But the Nashville Project will be done soon, and I'll let everybody know when that is as well. If you follow me on Facebook, you'll know. So I just want to say something to Angie right now. So remind him, Michael, here, um, you know, when he does meet these guys, to tell them Jerry sends a hug. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you know what? She says in the chat room, I love this. She says, we never hear our country accent, but pick up on everyone else's. Right, right. You know, I'm a New Yorker, but I live in Jersey for 50 years now, whatever, right? Almost 50 years. And um, if I go to New York, they're like, oh, you're from New Jersey. But wherever <laughs> else I go, they're like, oh, you're a New Yorker. No way. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Wherever wow. I am, they, they hear New York, except when I'm in New York. They're like, oh, you're from Jersey. Right, you're Jersey. <laughs> Yeah. Get out of here. You're from Jersey. Something about crossing that river makes yes. a big difference. So. <laughs> well, because when I say car, I put the R in it. In right. New York, they don't. <laughs> it's car, car, you know? <laughs> there is a difference. Believe you. me, baby. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Okay, so Angie, here's my Jersey girl accent. Love it. That's great. <laughs> so, so what else do you want to tell us? What else is going on? Um, let's see. We've got that in the works. Um, and Angie, you could type could, something if you want him to, um, yeah, you yeah. know, she wants me to remember something. Yes. For the, for, the, for the most part right now, it's concentrated on getting these projects done. Okay. My, my producer for the past two weeks has not had any internet. So I've been waiting on these last two songs and I've got those. So as soon as I'm off with you, I'm, I'm rehearsing those songs and then we're going back to the studio. And I think it's the second weekend in January. Okay. And I'm going to get the final final two songs done, or actually three songs done, and then that will be a done deal. Well, it'll probably be about a week or so on the mix, and then another week, you know, to finalize it, do some background vocals and stuff like that. So I know that's in the works, too. So okay. not too much longer, but... Uh, the other project may beat it, the Georgia project. I don't know. They may come out at the same time. Who knows? Oh, but, yes, your video. Tell us about the video, oh, right? Yes, the video. Yes. I forgot about that. Yes. How did I forget that? <laughs> yes, the, the video to Regrets. Uh, we shot it just this past uh, past Sunday. Yeah, I think it was last this past Sunday. We were at the graveyard, and she was like, well, let's just shoot some, some video shots, you know, see what happens. So we started shooting little bits and pieces there, and then we got back home, and 
we live right at the base of the Blue Ridge Mountains, so it's just a beautiful view. So we just started shooting at the old shed out back and stuff like that, and then put it all together. And next thing you know, we had a video. I was like, well, we just self-produced a video, and it didn't turn out half bad. I'm like, wow, this is pretty cool. That is so but yeah, cool. It turned out really good, and we got to work together on it. So that was that was awesome as well. And she's she's so sharp. She's she's amazingly sharp when it comes to cameras oh. angles and pictures and video she really makes a world of difference so she's able to actually help my career as well as support it wow so. yeah because i'm i'm not great technologically <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm lucky i'm lucky that is so cool so yes the baron of bayside mikey says get to that video hurry hurry yes indeed it's it, it turned out really good that'll be awesome so and we'll probably be doing some more, of course. Yes. So, all right. So now let's play the final song. I remember my first cigarette. It was my first time. Was the first of many regrets Another need to satisfy Just like the day we met I won't forget So filled with regret You never even tried to hide your pain And no matter how much I loved you just another one of your flames You lost like a chemical And I'm addicted to you I walked away from the cigarettes And the
awesome. Tell us about that song. In a nutshell, that song is about lust and the power it has. You know, this it's not a true story as far as what I lived, you know, but I, I do live around it. And, you know, it's, it's about a guy who falls for a woman and he, he falls in lust. And, you know, she just likes blazing trails, so she's just keeping on going on, you know, the more the merrier. And he's like, oh, I'm in love with you, and he can't figure out what in the world's going on. So basically, it's, it's, it's one of those deals where lust can be a powerful thing, and it can burn you hotter than fire. You're right about that. A, in a nutshell, that's what that song's about. You're right about that. So is there anything else you would like to share with everyone? Um, no, just, just please keep in touch by following me on Facebook and, uh, listen to Spotify. I'm trying to build my stream. So just listen to it, share it, put it on your playlist. Uh, check out the video on YouTube. So just, just keep on passing it around and letting people hear it. And, uh, the more the merrier. So, I appreciate you so much. I appreciate, uh, <clears throat> the platform, um, that you represent and I just I'd love you to death well I want to say thank you to you um, first and foremost for honoring me with another interview and of course I want to thank your beautiful wife Ange I mean um, she is the backbone to a lot of this and oh my goodness yes you guys are awesome you're incredible beautiful inside and out and one day guess what we will meet and we will hug Okay, yes, that has will. to happen. When all this nonsense and craziness <laughs> is over, we will you. meet, guys. So, having said that, I want to thank everyone in the chat room again. I want to thank everyone listening. When I do download this podcast, it will be shared on Facebook. So, please, please, please share the crap out of it. Okay, yes, we have to do that. Do. Yes. <laughs> um, but there's something that I would like to uh, close with. I want to close with a poem from my book. And, and I've been closing with this poem pretty much this year a lot. And there's a reason why. Everyone is struggling out there. Um, this year has been horrendous. And I'm praying, praying, praying that 2021 comes in much calmer. Amen. Okay. Uh, a lot of people have lost their lives this year and a lot of people have also taken their lives this year and some that I know of um and my book is called I'm not an addict I'm just an ass I'd rather be a smart ass than a dumbass because guys almost 30 years ago this July will be 30 years I was a dumbass but today today I can honestly say I'm now a smart ass so God not only saved my life that day he changed my life he changed it and I made a decision to follow the path that he wanted me to um, so I wrote this book and I actually revised it through this year I wrote it in 2016 and I revised it in this this year so if you guys want the book it's uh, available go through archwaypublishing.com because Simon & Schuster wrote um, published it through Archway Publishing for me and they have the revised edition the revised edition right now but there's a poem in here that I do want to read it's called put down the gun and it was originally meant for the addict but this year with such depression everyone's been going through I think it, it applies to all so put down the gun I had to have this purple gun just in case my life was done 
I kept it safe locked in my room because I was filled with gloom and doom. Yes, there were times that I just knew if I loaded it up what I could do, but I kept on hearing that gentle voice, put down that gun, you have that choice. Life may seem hard at the end of the day, that's when you need to really pray. Dear Father, I beg you to show me the truth. How can life be so bad when I'm only a youth? Get rid of that gun and go take a shower. Ask someone for help. You do have that power. So if anyone out there is struggling, whether it be addiction or depression or anything, guys, listen to me, abuse, I'm here to help you free of charge. I'm a nutritional health coach. I'm also a recovery coach. I have a lot of uh, friends that also work in different fields. So I can point you in the right direction if I can't help you. Reach out to me, Jerry Petito, on Facebook. Um, we need to be there for each other through these trying times, and I am here for you. So having said that, once again, I want to thank everyone out there listening. I want to thank everyone in the chat room. I want to thank Remember Then Radio, Angel and Steve, for this incredible platform. And I want to thank beautiful Angie in the chat room, who is the wife and the rock of my incredible guest, Michael Wayne. Thank so, you. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank 